from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham, VK4BB, and welcome to the national news for week commencing December 8, 2019, in our 24th year of non-stop news on the World Wide Wireless. As bushfires continue to threaten parts of Australia, the Northern Tablelands team of the New South Wales Rural Fire Service suffered a serious setback. Vandals struck a portable radio repeater trailer that firefighters and aircraft depend on for vital communication links. Radio equipment and numerous technical and mechanical components were stolen from inside the damaged trailer, which had been deployed southeast of Nimboida. This has kept the trailer offline, placing fire crews in even more danger as they push back against the deadly blazes. The Nimboida fires are some 400 miles north of Sydney. As Grafton Police continue their investigations into the vandalism and theft, one woman in Newcastle announced on Facebook that she had combined her holiday party with a fundraiser to help with the losses. She reported on the 1st of December she had already raised nearly $1,200 at the event. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's the ISS. The next ISS contact to an Australian school is scheduled for Tuesday, that's Tuesday, December 10, with acquisition of signal at 10.55 UTC. Links will be up approximately 10 minutes before AOS, and coordinator moderator is Tony VK5ZAI. Students from the Greenwood Public School in Perth, West Australia, will talk with the astronaut Drew Morgan, KI5AAA, on board the International Space Station, and audio will be available from many services as shown in our text edition. Always best read on wia.org.au. John VK4JJW here, and as the newest WIA board member, I'd like to make a few observations. With the recent resignation of Harry VK6YBZ because of health reasons, the board now consists of only five members out of the optimal number of seven normally elected, or as in my case, appointed by the existing board to fill a vacancy. This is done on a two-year turnaround in that half the board expires their term each year, and the other half stays to complete its term until the following year. My term's a short one in that as an appointee, I expire at the end of the next AGM in Tassie. You get the picture. Now, checking out the 2019 AGM video the other day, as I wasn't able to make it to Sydney this year, it reminded me that coming up real soon, like in about five weeks or so, the election period for the 2020 WIA board will start. Now, almost everyone I know from Amateur Radio Land is making the trek to Hobart next May, and that's when the new board will be installed. Now, here's where I really want to point out something that the board considers very important. Our board is currently short-staffed, and that goes for both genders. Now, how about you giving a thought, or two, to standing as a candidate? It'd be great to see a return to the good old days when we had more candidates than there were positions available. Now, naturally, that means an election would have to take place, and some people standing for the board will not be successful. However, surely that's a better proposition than having to co-opt people later and end up with individuals like me on the board who were not elected by the members. Now, currently, we only have blokes on the board, no female representation, and I, for one, feel that this is inadequate representation of the WIA membership at large. Also, look at the current board members, one from VK2, two from each of VK4 and VK8, and none from VK1, VK3, VK5, VK6 and VK7. Now, that needs to be better arranged, and you can do it. 
And how about our ladies in Alara considering a nomination? If you don't want to stand for the board election yourself, but you know someone who you think would do a great job, ask them to allow you to nominate them using the form on the WIA website under the WIA Board of Directors heading. Now bear in mind that this must be signed by both you and the nominated member and delivered to the National Office by hand or Australia Post and not by electronic means. WIA Secretary Peter VK8ZZ has an election announcement elsewhere in this broadcast. Now, the future of amateur radio poll is well and truly underway after being launched last week by our Vice President Aidan VK4APM. The WIA encourages all licensed amateur operators, regardless of whether or not they're a member of the WIA, to join the program and have your say on issues that are of importance to the amateur service. Just register free of charge at the URL in the text edition of this news. However, if you're a WIA member registered with MemNet, you're automatically included. Now, currently... Well over 400 outside our membership have registered. Now the first poll will be about amateur radio call signs and more specifically about the use of the four-letter suffix being used by foundation licensees. There'll be a number of options presented in the poll, but it'll be up to you as licensed amateurs to select the best option for the amateur radio service. Subsequent polls will deal with a number of options for the amateur service as we move forward. Want more info? It's in the news release for November 30th. I'm John, VK4JJW. Hello, I'm Jeff Emery, VK4ZPP, and I've been thinking. Aren't we fortunate to have people who are committed to the development of amateur radio? If you haven't as yet caught up with the report from our two Australian delegates to the World Radio Conference, which has just ended, then pop along to the WIA website and take a read. Peter, VK2EMR, gave up two weeks to represent us, and Dale, VK1DSH, put in four weeks, including chairing meetings. I won't go over the detail, as their report is quite comprehensive. See the link in the text edition of the news. What I want to stress is that the meeting at Sharm el-Sheikh stated the process for the next two world radio conferences. The processes of structuring the radio spectrum is ongoing and massive and even contemplating the possible matters for decision two years ahead, let alone much further, would seem almost like crystal ball gazing. Closer to home, the peak amateur radio bodies around IARU Region 3 have to be involved in that kind of momentum along with the other two regions, ensuring that the bands are there for us to use and that they harmonise as well as possible is an ongoing matter. So I feel that the support that we give to our representative body is really an investment in our own future enjoyment of amateur radio. With a mighty vote of thanks to Dale and Peter, I'm Jeff Emery, and that's what I think. How about you? From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW.
We begin this week with news from New Zealand. Becoming an approved radio engineer or approved radio certifier in New Zealand. Do you need access to the Register of Radio Frequencies to help your radio clients to apply for, certify, modify or cancel a radio or spectrum licence? Are you a radio dealer or involved in providing radio communications in a particular sector? Do you fit the criteria to be an approved person? In 2020, RSM New Zealand's regulator will offer workshops to assist competent persons in the radio communications industry to become an approved radio engineer or approved radio certifier. And still in New Zealand, ham radio tower incident in Atorahunga. The New Zealand Herald reports an amateur radio tower has reportedly collapsed in the North King country town of Atorahunga. A fire and emergency New Zealand fence spokesman said that they were called to reports that a person was trapped under a ham radio tower at 12.55pm. Police and four fire engines attended the scene, however. By the time the firefighters arrived, the person was free, the fence spokesperson said. In the Philippines, amnesty for unregistered ham radio rigs. Philippines communications regulator NTC has announced an amnesty for those who haven't registered their amateur radio equipment They have until December 23 to register and pay the fees. In Switzerland, Ofcom reject ham radio training call signs. Switzerland's National Amateur Radio Society, the USKA, has released the minutes of the board meeting held on November 18. While the full meeting minutes are only available to USKA members, the highlights note the results of a meeting with the communications regulator Ofcom. WSPR and FT8 modes cannot be run unattended. The request to allow special training call signs as used in Germany to give people on-air experience was rejected. The USKA will be further processing a proposal for new training regulations. In Belgium, Radio Hams take part in Day of Science 2019. On Sunday, November 24, radio amateurs from across Flanders in Belgium took part in the Day of Science 2019. The Flemish government organises Science Day every year. This year, amateurs participated in five locations. In a workshop, Build Your Electronic Dice, 18 children could gain their first experience with the soldering iron. Some really had a taste for it. Everyone went home with a working dice and a big smile. The giant Tetris caught the attention of young and old. While the little ones played the game, more than one parent also went to the back to find out how we made this game. Flickering lights always work. The station was staffed all day long and contacts were made with Oscar Romeo 18 November Bravo Tango Call. On the big screen, the video of the RSGB played with Dutch subtitles to show all facets of our hobby. To the USA, the FCC has invited comments on a notice of proposal rulemaking that would allow AM broadcasters to transmit an all-digital signal using the high-definition radio in-band on-channel IBOC mode known as MA3.1. We tentatively conclude that a voluntary transition to all-digital broadcasting has the potential to benefit AM stations and provide improved AM service to the listening public, the FCC said. We seek comments on proposed operating standards for all digital stations and the impact of such operations on existing analogue stations and listeners. If you are a US citizen and would like to work for Control and maybe hook up with Agent 99, this could be for you. 
The US Department of State is currently accepting applications for Foreign Service Information Management Technical Specialists radio positions. Foreign Service IMTSRs design, install and maintain radio and telecommunication systems. They provide radio support for presidential, congressional and other VIP visits. These radio specialists work from a regional location, overseas or domestically. Extensive travel is required to support radio telecommunication systems such as land mobile radio, HF, VHF and UHF radio networks at State Department missions around the world. For WIA National News, in Sydney I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Ham Radio Operational News, it's gone to export. I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. Ross Hall Memorial VHF UHF Contest takes place all of January 2020. VHF UHF Summer Field Day, Saturday 18 and Sunday 19 January. WIA John Memorial Field Day 2020. Although the date has yet to be promulgated on our WIA website, we assume that it will be from UTC 0100 hours Saturday March 21 to 0059 hours UTC Sunday 22nd of March. Keep an eye, as always, on the wia.org.au website for official notification. The provisional date for the next Harry Angel Sprint will be Saturday, May 2nd, 2020. 1000 hours to 1146 UTC. The VK shines the June long weekend, which is a weekend prior to the second month of June each year, making it June 6 and 7 in 2020. trans been Libyan Contest. Next contest, 17 July 2020 and has the aim of encouraging low-band activity between VK and ZL on 160, 80 and 40 metres using SSB, CW and RD or PSK. RD or Remembrance Day Contest will be August 15 16 next year. Oceania Contest. Voice from 0800 hours UTC Saturday October 3 to 0800 hours UTC Sunday October 4. CW from 0800 hours UTC Saturday October 10 to 0800 hours UTC Sunday October 11. Through the Dex window. Members of the Hope Hill Contestors Group will sign T09W from the island of San Martin in the Caribbean from the 5th to the 13th of December. They hope to have three stations operating simultaneously. QSL manager is W9ILY. Mapped is QRV from Sanzuli in Ghana until the 20th of December. He is using the call sign 9G5GS on all bands 160 to 15 metres on FT8 and SSB. QSL was home call IZ4YGS. John, W5JOM will return to his home on St Kitts Island for a few days, 10th to the 19th of December, and plans to be on air as V47JA. QSL directing QSO is uploaded regularly to the logbook of the world. Belgium UBA. The O Royal Award. On the occasion of the 18th birthday of HRH Princess Elizabeth, the UBA is offering a commemorative award for working special event stations aired between October 25th and 25th December 2019. The Royal Award is offered in four classes. During this two months period, the UBA will activate special event station Royal. Furthermore, over 30 UBA club stations using the special prefix OR18 are now on the air. Cyprus Special Event Members of the Cyprus Amateur Radio Society during the entire year of 2020 as is an important year for the Republic of Cyprus, which completes 60 years since its establishment, can use 5B60 prefix. Specifically, CARS members will be able to use the 5B60 prefix instead of 5B if they wish. 
started from the 1st of January until the 31st of December 2020. Norfolk on operation. Channels, SBN on FIH will be active as VK9NK from Norfolk Island, OC005, between January the 12th and April the 12th. He states, It is my tribute to Jim Smith, VK9NS, who lived and operated there for years. According to the last incident poll, VK9N is the 85th most wanted entity. Activity will be on 160 to 10 metres using SSB, RITI and FT8. In 2020, radio amateurs in the North Limburg region of the Netherlands will be on the air with Special Event Station PA-75OV. Just like in 2015 with PA-70OV, the station PA-75OV is a Special Event and Memorial Station for the occasion of commemorating 75 years of freedom and World War II Operation Veritable. Operation Veritable, also known as the Battle of Reichswald or the Great Allied Rhineland Offensive, which started February 8, 1945, took place in the North Limburg region and was the successor of the Operation Market Garden. There are no particularly banned plans where activities announced on the DX clusters and QSL cars will be sent automatically by the end of 2020, after closing of station PA75OV. An English website, www.pa75ov.nl, contains information from Operation Veritable and for PA75OV. Just repeating... 6-metre repeater VK7RTV, originally a Gawler, has received its licence variation and can operate from the Dazzler range. Its call sign is now VK7RDR. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ in From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au With the latest worldwide special interest group news, I'm Cole, VK3GTV. And first up, it's ATV. Relay of news truly is worldwide. Both the VK7 Amateur Radio News and this WIA National News Broadcast is made available worldwide through various mediums, one of which is via the ATV transmissions and video stream by VK7AX. As of last week, the video stream is automatically switched into the input of the DATV repeater of Mario KD6ILO, located in San Diego, California. For the technically minded, the repeater runs an output on 1268 MHz with a 6 MHz bandwidth in HD, employing DVB-S2. Mario has informed that the relay will be automatically switched each week to relay these broadcasts. And a reminder that the broadcasts are streamed on the VK7AX video stream at the link in the text edition of this broadcast. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. Running out of fingers. Electron Booster on the New Zealand pad for Rocket Lab's 10th Mission Rocket Lab has announced that its next mission, with mission name Running Out of Fingers, will launch multiple microsatellites in a rideshare mission representing five different countries. The launch window for Rocket Lab's 10th flight is open but will not launch prior to December 6, New Zealand time and will take place from Rocket Lab Launch Complex 1 on New Zealand's Mahia Peninsula. On board this rideshare mission are six spacecraft comprised of 5cm pocket cube microsatellites from satellite manufacturer and mission management provider Alba Orbital. Two of these satellites include downlinks in the UHF amateur radio band. TRSI is a pocket cube for technology demonstration. 
Its main objective is to show which functionality can be achieved with dimensions of 5 by 5 by 5 centimeters. It carries two experiments that are connected to the amateur satellite service. First is a waterfall experiment, which will show an image in the waterfall diagram by hopping the frequency within its transmission band, image type beacon. The second experiment is to analyze RF reception capabilities from LEO with a novel detector receiver and a small patch antenna. It was designed to test if small satellite receivers which don't need deployable antennas are feasible. The received signals envelope will be sampled and forwarded using UHF in MFSK for signal analysis. During the experiment phase, the satellite will also perform as an amateur CW repeater, providing additional RX strength indication. Example, CW Morse signals will be resent in MFSK, showing the RX amplitude in dBm. A downlink on 437.075 MHz has been coordinated. A live stream will be made available approximately 15 to 20 minutes prior to a launch attempt. Rocket Lab will post links to the webcast when live via Facebook and Twitter, and the live stream is viewable at Rocket Lab's YouTube channel. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, IOTA, SA034. John will be active as HC2, stroke EA1VE from Puna Island, Ecuador, during January 2020. Activity will be on various HF bands, and you can QSL via his home call sign, EA1VE. Special Interest Group's Software Development The WSJT Development Group has announced the release of WSJT-X version 2.1.2. This is the free software suite that includes the FT4 and FT8 protocols, and version 2.1.2 is a bug fix release, according to the authors. M17, an open-source DMR-like system, only better. On Reddit, Wojcik, SP5WWP, has posted an item about his latest project, an open hardware and open software DMR-like system called M17. He says that his goal is to create a fully functional, truly open-source and open hardware system for digital radio communication. Something like DMR, but with open hardware too. M17 is a community-driven, truly open, free-to-use digital radio system. It's a DMR alternative, if you will. All schematics and source code is available for free on GitHub. SP5WWP says that he's developing M17 because there's no open platform for developing digital radio and because DMR isn't really amateur-friendly. You can't really experiment with it, he says. It's no fun using something that's only available at commercial retail. Is that true ham spirit? He goes on to say that M17 provides all that's missing in DMR, and because it uses the Australian Codec 2 vocoder developed by David Rowe, the voice quality is better as well. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Yota. December is Youth on the Air, or Yota, month, when stations operated by young radio amateurs around the world will get on the air to celebrate youth in amateur radio. Yota Month began a few years ago in International Amateur Radio Union Region 1, and the concept has now taken root as Yota Month in the Americas. Here in Region 3, national societies were asked maybe two years ago to look into Yota for our region, but no details have yet been given. During Yota Month, radio amateurs aged 25 and younger will be on the air as special event stations this month on various bands and modes. In the US, look for K8Y, K8O, K8T and K8A. 
Elsewhere in the Americas, VE7 Yota will be on the air from Canada. XR2 Yota in Chile has been added to the list of youth stations in the Americas for Yota Month. Yota hams in other countries can also join in. Listen for other Yota Month stations with Yota suffixes and give them a g'day. For more information about Yota in the Americas, contact Yota Month in the Americas coordinator Bryant Rascal, KG5HVO, or Yota in the Americas camp director Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Neil has heard on this WYA national broadcast as he is often the anchor for our sister US network, Amateur Radio Newsline. Well suited to his Yota role, Neil got into ham radio aged only five years. Well done, Neil. And that's the latest Worldwide Special Interest Group news. I'm Col VK3GTV. Now the final final. Guess the voice, it's WIA Secretary Peter VK8ZZ. The constitution of the WIA specifically sets down the requirement for an election of half of the WA board every year. The next election is to be held in February 2020. The returning officer, John Marshall, has published the official election notice in the November-December edition of the WIA's amateur radio magazine, and there's also a notice in the news pages of the WIA web. Nominations are now open and must be delivered by hand or posted to the WIA National Office in Bayswater, Victoria, no later than the 31st of January 2020. Late nominations cannot be accepted. A nomination form is also available on the WIA webpages. The successful candidates will join the continuing directors, namely WIA President Greg, VK2GPK, WIA Director and Secretary Peter, VK8ZZ, and WIA Director Mike, VK8MA, on the board of the WIA on and from the conclusion of the AGM to be held in May 2020. WIA members are encouraged to nominate for this challenging yet rewarding role where you are able to contribute to the future of amateur radio as we move forward. This has been WIA Director and Secretary Peter, VK8ZZ, from a hot and humid Darwin. It's Christmas. Spend your Christmas with us here on VK1WIA, your number one radio station. Yes, let's have a look at what Christmas is. VK7 and December 11 sees the NTARC Christmas. This year it will be held at the Commercial Hotel George Street, Launceston, 7pm. You can always arrive earlier and get comfortable before the happy crowd arrives. VK4, December 15, the Tark Incorporated Christmas Party. Sunday afternoon from 2pm at the VK4 ME Antenna Farm. VK4, December 20, it's the Tark Monster Christmas Lights Tour. With news of the Polychromatic Townsville Christmas Lights Tour, I'm Gavin, VK4ZZ for WIA National News. Get out your Santa hats, flashy pens and Christmas costumes and get ready for a magical mystery tour of the Light Fantastic. The famous Tark Monster Christmas Lights Tour is on again, happening Friday evening, December the 20th. It's a drive-yourself dazzling spectacular, and all mobile shack chariots would need to monitor 146 decibel 55 megahertz during the tour to hear instructions from the guide vehicle. If you do not have a 2-metre transceiver in your vehicle, don't worry, as a handheld will be lent to you. The tour will start from the QTH of Rhonda and John VK4JPA in Rangewood, gathering by 7pm, then leaving on the tour when it is dark enough. Be sure to pack an esky with plenty of cool water and cool bananas, as the tour will be happening in a dehydrating climate. 
the Monster Christmas Light Tour organiser, Gavin VK4ZZ. Hey, that's me. With help from stage surveyors, is currently plotting a way around the city of Townsville, protected by the Powerpuff Girls. Are you a local ham putting on a light spectacular? Have you spotted an outstanding display? Let Gavin know the suburban street name so the display can be included in the tour. The tour should end by 10pm at a secret destination. Contact Gavin, VK4ZZ, on mobile 0427 182469 or email vk4zz at wia.org.au for more info. Cheers, all. This is Gavin, VK4ZZ, and this is back to the WIA National News. On the 2020 social scene in VK4, it's the TARC Australia Day Long Weekend Family Radio Camp. Happens Thursday afternoon the 23rd to Monday afternoon the 27th of January. And it's at the Girl Guides Association of Queensland's Campsite and Training Centre at Bluewater. VK2, Wyong Field Day happens the 23rd of February. Yes, and trader registrations for the CCARC Field Day at Wyong are now open for both commercial and private sellers. For info, go to ccarc.org.au forward slash trader hyphen information. VK4, South East Queensland's Amateur Radio Field Day, March 10, 10am at the Landsborough Sports Complex, 15 Tunnel Ridge Road. Also in VK4, Redfest 2020, 18th of April, St Michael's College, the Old Torbal Point Road, from 8. WIA Annual Conference happens Hobart, 8 to 9 of May, and Alara Meet 2020 happens in Bendigo, October 2 to 5. So now until next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4, BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA Amateur Radio News Service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.